0: The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hey, this is the King of Bros, and you're listening to the Rough House Podcast. They're a couple of pussies, but they're not that
1: bad. The opinions expressed in the Rough House Podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing?
0: at the rough
1: house where black people and white people
0: watch wrestling and expanding people too and all people hi everybody
2: hello hey guys hello hello Welcome. hello.
1: This is the Rough House Podcast, where we say on a weekly basis "fuck Corey Graves," yes! and uh, we talk a lot about the pro res. So, yeah. uh, very happy to have you listening here. Uh, my name is Christoph,
2: and I'm Marty, and uh, it's it, it, it's a rougher house this week than usual. Uh, <laughs> just uh, li- life finds a way, Chris. Yeah, <laughs>
1: life yeah, finds yeah.
2: a way. As I was uh, as I was talking uh, before we started recording, uh, my my lovely wife has a. Uh, tooth gum infection to do uh which made the the weekend thus far uh quite a journey um yep. well, it's always good when you spend your saturday night at an emergency dentist uh but you know she's on the mend she's on the mend um all
1: right some uh some pain medications some, um uh...
2: that uh nothing great <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well you know Damn. this day and age they're they're a little uh they're a little hinky about prescribing the uh the strong stuff
1: oh don't uh, i know
2: oh so well (laughs) but uh yeah uh it it is always fun though where he's like all right you're gonna take you know like three ibuprofen and one Tylenol and just do that every six hours and also here's antibiotics to hopefully kill the infection uh so yeah fun, fun awesome
1: It's a blast. Well, hey, at least she didn't get smothered in dog food on national TV. <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ. You know, I, I saw – so uh, let, 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 let's step that back this uh, real quick. So this week, <laughs> okay. if you didn't see it uh, because um, some people saw it, uh, the the ratings were okay, um, but not everyone saw it, clearly. Uh Roman Reigns, at the end of SmackDown this Friday evening, found him attacked by Baron Corbin and his goons, which is what I'm going to call that group because they don't have a formal name. Why would they? Uh, so Baron Corbin, uh, Bobby Bobbert Rude and uh, Dolph Ziggler, not looking mm-hmm. like uh, a 1980s gun runner uh, this week. Uh, they uh, they beat up Roman Reigns at the end of the show yeah. and they force fed the big dog dog food.
1: Because he's the big dog.
2: Yes, woof woof.
1: And that's what dogs eat, is dog food. It's in the name of the food.
2: And yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. It, it is the food for him. It, it's like if they fed you Chris Chow. It's just yes. right there. It's a it's a one-to-one ratio. It's understood. Uh, Chris
1: Chow is actually uh, pizza roll lasagna. That's what that is.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I, you eat the entire tray and then just groan with regret for the rest of <laughs> rest of hey, the evening. <laughs> you know what? Those
1: pizza rolls were presented to me, yes, me alone. They, they were as as a um, as a gift from our our dearly departed host, Justin. All uh, right, and I was not going to not eat all of those pizza rolls because it would have been rude of me to not do so. Yes, I have yes. manners. Yes. I have cooth. I am yes. um Yes, you you are a respectable are, human being you are very and above I had to eat that entire tray of pizza rolls.
2: Yes, you had to. Um yeah, so that that was the big hot angle to uh to wrap up uh SmackDown this week uh because it's going to send us to the main event of Tables Ladders and Chairs which is going to be Baron Corbin versus Roman Reigns in a TLC match where above the ring there they will hang something.
1: Uh, some kind of furniture. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they have more furniture hanging above the ring in the furniture pay per view.
2: Maybe they'll hang the crown. I don't know, but I, an I, ottoman, uh, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, for for the Roman Empire. Yes, I Uh-oh. understand. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: perhaps a scepter. Does does does, yeah. does King Corbin have a scepter? Yes,
2: yes. Although it, it was beaten up quite a bit last week, as uh, last week on SmackDown, Roman took said scepter. And, and beat up the uh, the um, throne of one uh, King Baron Corbin.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Did he uh, break a throne? Was he a throne breaker?
2: <laughs> was it gimmicked
1: with some cheesy, uh, it was not cheesy puffy cheesy pyro, pyro and everything? It was
2: not. It was not. But uh, damn it. The, the long and the short of it is, I saw a lot of people kind of wringing their hands online about this angle. And I I'm going to be one of the few people that actually throws a curve of positivity toward it. And here's why, Chris.
1: Explain yourself, Marty fucking Day.
2: Okay, okay. (laughs) Did I like the angle? No. Right, Uh uh-huh. Do I think the audience that actually watches WWE programming, people who average in age 50... Enjoyed that angle? Probably not. But it reminded me of the goofy fucking angles I used to see on WWF Superstars back in the day. You know, uh, Randy Savage getting bitten by a, 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 ve- a you know a venomous cobra, or okay. uh, Ultimate Warrior bleeding black ink because he's feuding with um, Papa Shango, and okay. you know things like that. Like I'm not saying it was a good angle, but it reminded me, as cheeseball as it was, mm-hmm. of you know late 80s early 90s professional wrestling.
1: on which channel did WWF Superstars air?
2: Uh that was, WWF Superstars was syndicated and I, I believe it was on Fox 45 locally. Really? Yeah. I don't yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was syndicated. Okay, yeah. well, I retract my where I was going with that. Um but still, it's yeah. it, I mean, okay. I'm I'm having I'll just I'll just get into it. I was going to save it for later in the show. I'm yeah. having kind of an as existential crisis with WWE right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. You you touched on it a little bit last week, talking <clears throat> about considering canceling the network and, and and that sort of thing.
1: And it's come to the point where this week I'm considering something even more drastic. Okay. Now you over there sitting in your in your lovely basement could be saying, well, you know, canceling the network that's ten dollars a month. What could be more drastic than that in terms of uh, you know uh, Chris's thoughts on WWE network? Well, I'll tell you. I'm considering selling off my WWE pop collection.
2: That's where I really thought this was about to go. Yeah, you're you're going <laughs> to going to sell them all away. Just a I, I, just a I big chunk of wall space and I haven't completely
1: decided yet cuz I have uh, you know, aside from a couple really rare high value pieces, I have mostly a full collection of what's been released as of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could, it could garner, uh, some, some solid coin, you know, I have the old AJ Lee, WWE shop exclusive. I have Sam right. Punk, I have the, the right. entire first wave with Rey Mysterio and, and, and Stone Cold and stuff like that. Right. I just, I, I have, I have no connection with WWE right now. Yeah. I, I don't, and I don't know if this is because I haven't cared enough to watch Ron Smackdown in months. I don't know if this is just, you know, all, the, all the terrible things that they have done, mm-hmm. uh, compounded, uh, to the point to, to, to push me to this. I still want to, I still want to support NXT. Yeah. Because that's, you know, the product under their umbrella that is most suited to my tastes. Right. Um, but as of right now, I don't need the WWE Network to do that. Because it's if I wanted to watch that, I could I could watch it on Hulu, which I get for free with my Spotify uh, subscription. So, A, why am I giving Vince McMahon $10 a month for something I'm not really enjoying? Mm-hmm. And B, why am I holding on to and continuing to collect... These figures, which I would imagine uh, a, a couple uh, pennies worth, head back into the the coffers of uh, one Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I'm not mm-hmm. sure with the li- how the licensing deal works with that, whether it's a flat rate or per item or what. But I just I, I can't I can't identify or, or or really find anything to latch on to in wwe right now and i'm just you know i'm i'm, I'm just questioning everything i'm questioning everything it's, a, it's an existential crisis
2: i i, I can't say it blame you i mean it, it it doesn't help that the let's say SummerSlam to royal rumble era of wrestling every year is the doldrums and yeah. this year has not necessarily been a uh, banner year for trying to keep people interested and engaged. I mean, the the highest highlight they had was integrating NXT into Survivor Series. Um, right. Beyond that, you know, it, it's been a mixture of multiple cuck angles, uh, whether yeah. you are the Canelli the or you are the Rusev days or you are... Uh, uh, one drake maverick who now has gone from being the man who can't get wow. laid by his own wife to a man who can't get laid by dana brooke which is a weird thing that I i'm sorry don't did, really did, get. He,
1: did he get spanked in the middle of the ring by elias on friday
2: he did elias who we've neglected to mention last week came back elias who disappeared for reasons unknown came back and he's just a face now he had now. an injury yeah oh he did have an injury okay yeah, yeah, i didn't I, a... I didn't recall that um but uh yeah, uh, he's a face now again. Um Okay. Was he ever a face? Really? Uh ish ish uh go back to the Rumble when he uh when he was in the ring and he did a song and then he had a moment with Jeff Jarrett, you know, he was a face at that point. So he's at least eh. at the top of the year. Um but yeah, it's it's weird and you know, when you add that to whatever they're doing with Seth Rollins, which is on paper feels like it's a heel turn but like literally after the show on monday where on paper again seth rollins is definitely a heel he worked the dark match him and the viking warriors against the oc like he's like he's the big face so i don't know if he's supposed to be a heel and and you know the weirdness of that and then you add you know the saudi stuff you add the shittiness that is one Corey graves you add Mm -hmm. um uh, I will say this: I was bitching and moaning last week about the Charlotte Flair angle. Uh, the match that they had on Raw Monday was actually good and executed okay. that angle well. I uh, did see
1: the uh, the insane elbow into the uh, bridged figure eight Charlotte that looked
2: great. Yes, yes, uh, it was it was a, a very well put together segment. Like everything I was worried about, I I eat my words there. Um, okay, but on the whole it's just this thing of like eh, you know what am i supposed to give even something as refreshing and exciting as the fiend feels kind of played out right now like maybe it's because of the fact that they are inundating uh the, the fan base with this ridiculous amount of merch i mean it you know it's come out that uh the fiend is like the top selling merch guy right now for WWE, right. which is surreal to say the least. Considering for the longest time it was you know uh, John Cena and then Roman, uh, yeah. but we're just getting all these things thrown at us. If you're if you're you know subscribed to any of the mailing lists and what have you, not not to mention the sixty five hundred dollar belt, which right. It's just strange. And now you have an even weirder angle where the feud between The Fiend and Daniel Bryan has turned into a match between Bray Wyatt, not The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Mr. Rogers, and The Miz.
1: Yeah, I, I can't make sense of that.
2: I, I, it's, It's just very hard to... Find things to to get interested. In. I mean, I I was reading online the other day. Someone posted something that that reminded me of this. It was almost a year ago that Shane, Steph, Vince, and Triple H came out on raw <laughs> and said it was a new era, and the fans were uh-huh. in charge, and you see faces you like, and Baron Corbin fucked everything up, and all of these things. And here we are. The top feud on the top show is Baron Corbin against Roman Reigns. And look, King Corbin is infinitely better than TGI Friday's assistant manager, yes. Baron Corbin. Right. But he should be a mid-card foil at best.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that they came out and said, we're going to listen to the fans, and the fans have done nothing but complain about the red tint on Bray Wyatt Bean matches, and yet they continue to do that. Um, So I will say
2: that the the only bright spot of us getting this Bray Wyatt Miz match, unless they're having Bray work double time, is, I I texted you earlier this week with my concern, we're not going to have a formerly injured, formerly retired Daniel Bryan trying to navigate a ladder match in that weird-ass red tinting
1: yet uh yes. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so did, did did brian show up did he have a new no, look
2: i know he was not on the show at all
1: wasn't that a big tease through the through the week
2: yep was there okay not a, okay cool not a yep not a bit okay. no instead uh the miz wants to fight for the honor of his friend daniel bryan
1: which is weird in and of itself, because um, they've been mortal enemies for many, many years at this yes. point. Yes. Uh, you know, even switching alliances from face to heel, one in, in going back and forth. It's just. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think I've ever felt this much of a disconnect um, with that product. Uh, and to to add on, the fact that, you know, some of these people uh, who came through NXT that I'm a big fan of, your, your Ricochet's, your Alistair Black's, things of that nature, are just floundering if not absent uh or just doing fuck fuck all yeah on the on the main roster alistair the, black the... is still
2: complaining about people knocking on his door and literally there's an angle where a guy wants to have a match with him and they haven't had the fucking match
1: yeah it, 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 there's just nothing there's nothing there's there's nothing there for me yeah so now i'm you know which to circle back leads me to think well why am i going to continue to you know uh to to have this collection which and i love collecting things it's i've i always have yeah um but you know uh, the pop collection uh, has been narrowed down to as of right now wwe and 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 harry potter um which my wife and i both enjoy and the scott pilgrim stuff Hmm. that uh that they put out sporadically but i love and lord of the rings that's pretty much the focus of the pop collection marvel's gone star wars is gone jettisoned a bunch of the disney stuff it's just I, do i jettison the wwe because i don't have anything it's taken it is taking up space
2: yeah i could get some money for it those are two big reasons and i don't like yeah, you, wwe yeah you you, you <laughs> don't look at it now i mean all all of these collections and stuff are supposed <sighs> to be for better or for worse you know it's this innate thing where it's like oh this is my shrine to something i enjoy yeah and you're looking at it and you're not it's to to use a phrase from that tiny asian lady who has the show on netflix it's not sparking joy
1: no i i spent more time and attention on the new japan world collection card drafting app yes. this past week than yeah. i did watching wwe programming yeah yeah i mean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i that's... guess i'm answering my own questions yeah, here you're, just, you it, are, you are you're
2: definitely zoned out on WWE proper I I will say I I have people telling me because I I mean I try to catch 205 when I can um, but I have people telling me actually NXT UK has been really enjoyable OK, so I, there's part of me that's wondering just as much like I, I keep up with Ron Smackdown, mostly for the purposes of discussing the ins and outs on this very program. Sure. There's yeah. part of me that's going like, well, I could cut down those hours and then throw in an NXT UK because I'll be honest, after uh, after NXT this week, seeing Cassius ono as the greatest British wrestler in the world. Uh, I, I want more of that. I don't know if you saw the the promo he did that went online, but it, it, fucking 10 because he, he talks about he is the greatest British wrestler in the world today. Okay. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but okay. he, he had a really great match against uh, Matt Riddle this week on, on NXT, which I enjoyed it very, very much. And but
1: we've already seen that a couple times. We have,
2: right? but it was very, very good. Cause Odo okay. uh, has been off of NXT TV proper for a bit. So
1: right. Cause he got beat by Matt Riddle <laughs> a yes, couple yes, times. and yes, yes, got yes. shipped off to the UK by Regal.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Which I, I assume was, you know, their way of uh, shipping him over there to help the people in the exactly, UK because exactly. that's kind of his coach, coach performer. Yeah. yeah. Player coach thing. So, and, and that's fine. Um, I guess maybe he was in town for that massive tryout they had.
2: Yeah, uh, certainly this past it seems week. like it. Uh for those who did not catch, uh WWE had their PC tryouts this week and unlike past years where they kind of run, you know, fast and loose on naming everybody like they post, uh, you know, different photos and stuff, they named everyone by name here yeah. and uh It really wasn't, and I don't know if this speaks to the number of indie stars that they already have locked up or have already been locked up between them and AEW, but the biggest named stars on there were The Boys from Ring of Honor. Yeah, Dalton
1: Castle's former Furniture.
2: Yes, yes. That was the (laughs) biggest indie wrestling name I saw on the list, but the name that was most confusing was Steven Seagal's Daughter.
1: That was just baffling. I, I, I and not even just Steven Seagal's daughter, but Kelly LeBrock as well. Yes. So Kelly LeBrock from Weird Science and Steven Seagal smashed uglies and then um, had pooped out this uh, this this child who now is of age and wants to be a pro wrestler. Yeah. So 2019 is wild, man.
2: I only want her to get signed. So at some point during Takeover, they cut to Steven Seagal's bloated, black shoe shine, uh, hair wearing asses in the front row. That's that's does all he, I want.
1: He, does he still rock kimonos?
2: Uh, I hope he does. I hope Man. he does. I know he, he rocks a lot of shitty movies on iTunes every week.
1: Yeah, I, I want her to, to come to NXT just so we can have NXT TakeOver subtitled Fire Down Below. <laughs> or, <laughs> Marks I, for I, Death! Yeah, I I can't think of any more. The Fire <laughs> Down Below is it. I'm not even sure that's his movie. Under Siege! Uh, Oh, okay. Under Siege. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And Under Siege 2 Dark Territory. The <laughs> one on the train. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I love
2: that so much. All right. So the last one was on a boat. What can we do? Uh, Train? All right. There we go. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile,
1: Speed was like, well, the first one's on the bus. What do we do for the second one? I got it. Cruise control.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah nothing faster than a boat.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, except for whoever played the guy. I don't even remember who played the guy in that. Wasn't it? Because it wasn't Patrick? Keanu yes that's yeah. it yeah, yeah that was it good pull i'm glad i didn't use that as a trivia question at any point <laughs> um but anyway yeah steven seagal's uh daughter maybe steven seagal can do some uh some kind of guest uh, class down at the uh at the pc some kind of i don't know zen sort of thing i don't know what the yeah. fuck steven seagal ever does what was he actually even trained in like
2: i don't think he was I
1: because he, he presented himself as like some kung fu fucking master.
2: I, I, I think that was a lot of stolen valor there. I, I, I feel like that was a scenario of, <laughs> of he knew how to throw a few good kicks and oh, somebody oh, was just like, ah, we, we, we can get another mediocre white dude in action movies. Let's do this
1: kung fu stolen valor that's my yeah, favorite thing yeah. ever now okay All right. <laughs> way, to, way to go steven seagal by the way lead. i i just want to say it
2: right now uh to to any members of the og 538 who may be angrily tweeting at us right now i don't give a shit fuck steven seagal <laughs> are,
1: are, is there like a vocal uh steven seagal no support idea. group online I right have, now this... i have no okay. idea
2: i'm just i i could foresee it right now so like, he's an actual kung fu master and just to go on the keyboard
1: yeah you you could have fooled me <laughs> uh i you know he, he had, wasn't he like a um he had a reality show where he was like a, a, a marshal or a bounty hunter or something like that uh,
2: uh, he, yeah he was like a policeman or, or something fucking or was it
1: just a regular yeah, policeman yeah it
2: was something and it was oh god now, now I gotta go to Wikipedia could you,
1: could you imagine having you know people over and having a fun holiday party maybe <laughs> things get a little loud and you know you see the lights outside your door you open the door and it's this fucking swollen face like he just ate some bad shellfish <laughs> uh, hair slicked back uh, kimono over with a badge on top of it, yeah. Steven Seagal standing there. <laughs> I would invite him in.
2: Oh, oh! Uh, by, the take way, <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, some epinephrine. By the way, he he uh, also released two albums because uh, he's a guitarist. Two albums. Uh, Does song, he sing as well? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm i I just pulled up the Wikipedia page. 67 years young. Are, uh, are <clears throat> Steven Seagal? He's a seventh dan black belt in Aikido. And he began his adult life. Oh, Aikido. There you go. Uh, And he began his adult life as a martial arts instructor in Japan. There you go. Exciting. In Japan. In Japan. All
1: right. If I'm a young, impressionable Japanese youth and I want to start taking martial arts classes in Japan, am I going to go see this fucking white boy? Or am (laughs) I going to go see. (laughs) Yeah. Am I going to see the guy, Or
2: am I going to see the actual guy who did the thing? Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh by what? the way the show was called steven seagal law man and That's, he was. i remember it a terrible and, name and he uh was a deputy in louisiana don't know why louisiana but okay. louisiana
1: all yeah. right well good on you steven seagal's daughter good luck in all your yeah. future endeavors good luck no,
2: godspeed
1: Speaking of the PC, where the fuck is King Cuerno? He got <laughs> signed like six months ago when you haven't seen word one of that guy.
2: He's still trying to find his locker. That's what's happening right now on the PC. They don't he got speaks English.
1: He reads English. You should be able to find it. I don't know if it's a language barrier thing or what. He's a got handsome too many
2: people. He's got too many goddamn people. Uh,
1: you know what I think happened? is that uh king cuerno's um gimmick uh he did the uh the 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 arrow oh, tope okay. sort yeah. of thing and i feel like maybe damian priest is, priest has taken his spot being the archer of infamy so yeah. now I- he of phantasm has to start from scratch and yeah. figure out a whole new gimmick uh, for his uh, ridiculous tope
2: he's he's just gotta he's just gotta figure it out well look that that does kind of dovetail nicely. Uh, as as crappy as the state of Raw and SmackDown are, by the way, Raw this week is going to be headlined by the divorce of Lana and Rusev. Oh boy. Yeah, hard pass. Yeah, hard yeah. pass. Can't think of a thing that I'd want to see less besides I don't know a, a, another uh, town hall meeting angle. Um, the
1: hardest of pass, like rock hard, turgid, like Korg levels yeah. of pass.
2: Yes. NXT this week was fucking great. Absolutely. I uh absolutely I've fucking phenomenal it. cannot recommend it more uh i know
1: they're shaping up for the eight, 18th is going to be a big night yes um, yeah. for both shows, both for shows dynamite are... and uh for nxt
2: yeah they're they're putting a lot of things together for the 18th because it's the last uh live right. new shows for both i think nxt is going to run highlight shows on the 25th and the first right. um AEW is going to be off for the 25th entirely, and they'll be back on the first with their homecoming show, coming from the same uh, unique venue where they ran Fight for the Fallen. Um, Just a great-looking venue. Yeah, very cool venue. Um, but they're uh, they they they're hitting the ground running, building to the next TakeOver. Uh, it looks like we've got three possible challengers for Adam yeah. Cole, Bebe, between Keith Lee and... Tomaso Ciampa and uh, Finn Balor uh, yeah. and uh, let me tell you Keith Lee is becoming the king of the gifts right now man like he is yeah he's putting together some of the most gifable moments in professional wrestling at, for as amazing as that pounce was last week which legitimately a few times just to cheer myself self up through the week this week I just randomly pulled that gift back up and watched it on a loop <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it just makes me happy there's there's so much about it that's yeah. it's great Uh, but, um, on the other side of things, uh, we had, um, the, this moment where it looked like Balor was going to, you know, get himself a a piece of, uh, I think he was attacking Ciampa at that point and Mm -hmm. you got Balor in the corner and perfectly timed here comes Keith Lee, just rising like a demon, just gorgeous, gorgeously timed like uh, i don't know what level of prep it took to get that shot but it's an all timer like this needs to go down in like this needs to be part of like the nxt opener when they're doing like the different shots of stuff just big grumpy keith lee coming out of nowhere
1: and it's it's one of those uh gif and gifable moments that uh, can be used in pretty much any sort of situation outside of the world of pro wrestling which is which is always fun as well um, you know uh, it, it's I, I don't know I I'm, I'm I'm trying to rank that those two uh those two gifable moments there i I don't know if I can they're both yeah. they're both pretty pretty stellar but yeah the the level of uh, there had to be rehearsals in that, cause, yeah. and I I don't know exactly how, cause he he sort of like like you said he just he just rose, and unless he you know has some levitation powers uh, to get from the floor to the ring apron to be able to rise like that, or he was already on the ring apron and yeah. was bending. Whatever over, it was, then... it was
2: timed perfectly
1: it was it was pretty outstanding. So that match should be a barn burner yeah. uh happening next that's next week on the yes, show. Yes,
2: next week is the three way and I think two And weeks then the 18th
1: will be the match.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and uh also we're we're running full steam ahead into Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley. I think the time is now for Rhea Ripley to become the queen of the NXT Women's Division. Uh yeah. she's i mean we we've talked about it kind of ad nauseum at this point but she has had an incredible year she's been really really fucking wonderful in nxt and um
1: she's the total package yeah she's lex luger
2: she's got everything but another one who is surprising me with how good she's doing in her role dakota kai as a full-on heel chris you know what her titantron video is now no, I do not. It's just her beating the shit out of Rhea, not Rea Ripley. Um, Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. Yes, that's fantastic. her Titantron video was just that on a loop,
1: and she has new music yes. as well. I noticed yes. that last week. Yeah, I'm here yeah. for Dark Dakota. Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm all in on it. I like. Uh, I like everything that's happening there. So, yeah. yeah, let's let's keep that going and have her be the first challenger uh, once Rhea wins the title, hopefully.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I would love that. I would love to see that. But uh, NXT really, I thought, was the stronger of the two Wednesday Night War shows this week because AEW, while it had some bright spots, was a real mixed bag. It, it was definitely the first time the growing pains of uh a lot of first time bookers, first time uh TV stars and all that started to show. Um yeah. uh, I, I I enjoyed the show as a whole But there were some moments which I thought weren't great. I mean, on the positive side, the six-man tag that kicked off the show was fantastic. Uh, Young Bucks and Dustin Rhodes against Sammy Guevara and Proud and Powerful. Just a crazy spot fest. Uh, Dustin doing a Destroyer. uh, Having a great comedy moment. when He was doing the Power Slams with everybody, then went to go Power Slam Guevara and asked for a minute to catch his breath. I mean... (laughs) Dustin looked like he was having the time of his life out there, and also his, uh, quote-unquote, bucked-up gear was pretty Yeah, I- no, th- I, I, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm enjoying uh, – I did enjoy that. Um, You know, Dustin, you can just see it on his face how much fun he's having and that you know is one of those things that makes you just enjoy it uh a little bit more uh sammy guevara out there taking everybody's bumps just getting ragdolled around Uh, got
2: murdered especially with the finish which was uh, or was right before the finish uh he was going to do a shooting star on uh matt jackson oh takes too long because he wants to vlog his shooting star yeah and as he is finally hitting it uh matt's up nick's in there and they Super kicked the hell out of him on his way down. Yeah, Good like right Lord. in the
1: chest. That had to hurt like all kinds of a motherfucker. Uh, great, great moment there. So it looks like this blood feud between uh, the Young Bucks and Proud and Powerful continuing. Uh, next week they're going to have another street fight. Did they have a street fight like three, four weeks ago or something? Uh, or was that just a brawl backstage? That wasn't a sanctioned match. Yeah, right? it was.
2: It wasn't a sanctioned match. So we're going to okay. get this week on Dynamite a Texas Street fight. Uh, between, uh, the, yes, they are in Texas. They're not
1: in like, uh, Poughkeepsie. No, no, no. They're doing they, a Texas street fight. Okay.
2: They, they are in Texas. Um, another okay. thing Phew. that was really great on the show this week was Chris Jericho comes out, cuts a promo, uh, about how, you know, he's going to finish the year as la champion. Uh, uh-huh. but the ignoramuses at AEW have forced him to have one more match on television before the year is out. It's going to be on December 18th. It's non-title, but he produced his lexicon of Le Champion. Okay.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah. I get yeah. it. But at the same time, you're just you, you, it's just a rehash of the list.
2: It is a rehash of the list and Which also... Which itself
1: was a rehash of the you know, thousand and four holds. So I guess, you know, it's just,
2: yeah. Different company. It was, it was a legally different version of, uh, the, the list, the, the, which, the lexicon of le champion,
1: which was his idea to begin with. Yes. So, you know, it's not like he's stealing an idea from WWE creative, which I don't think has ever happened in the history of mankind. Um, cause WWE creative is terrible. Uh, but, uh, okay. Uh, we'll see. I, I don't, I don't need it as an every week thing, you no. know, use, use hit, hit it and quit it or use it sparingly mm-hmm. sort yes. of thing. As but, long as it just, just doesn't well, what become I will say is thing.
2: the list was hysterical because yeah, there, it, there were some funny names th- on there. Yeah. Some very funny names in there, uh, including every few seconds Moxley. Uh, okay. And uh, I will say when he got cut off, he said, Marty, I don't know who the Marty is. I, I look, Chris,
1: are you getting signed to AEW? and You haven't told me.
2: Uh, well, I, I uh, look, there are contracts in the mix right now, and I'm just trying to figure out the line of best fit for me. That
1: so is... that's the contract you were talking <laughs> about, you son of a bitch.
2: I've got, I've got a bunch of offers on the table, and I'm just trying to figure out the line of best fit. I may need to recuse, recuse myself from the podcast at some point. We'll okay. see. Right. No, that's uh, but... <laughs> podcast going nowhere anyway. <laughs> um, but lo and behold, who comes out? Uh, it's Jurassic, Jurassic Express. Express. And uh, Chris Jericho explains pretty quickly uh, he will not wrestle little boys and he will not wrestle dinosaurs, Uh, which, of course, pissed off Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus then cut uh, uh, a funny little promo talking about how he has a master's degree and, and everything. But there was one guy who was not mentioned as someone he wouldn't face, and that would be Jungle Boy. And for the first time, Jungle Boy getting a little bit of mic time, uh, very clear, very simple, Uh, responding to Jericho calling him uh, a Hollywood golden child and a piece of shit, which I just enjoyed. Uh, Jungle Boy said it real clear, said, you know, I'm none of those things. And uh, on the 18th, I'm going to beat your ass.
1: So is this a straight match, or is it like a, I heard something about like a 10-minute challenge, like you couldn't last 10 minutes with me sort of thing? He
2: did say you couldn't last 10 minutes with me. It hasn't been officially announced as anything like that. I, I think this week on Dynamite it will be a little bit clearer. I know no matter what, this is going to be a non-title match. But oh, what yeah. I what I could see is a 10 minute challenge and Jungle Boy going the distance. You know, I, I would not yeah. be shocked if it's a scenario where it's like, you know, nine minutes, 57 seconds. He's locked in the lion tamer and he just doesn't tap out. You know, something right, yeah. something like that where both guys look strong. But uh, I, I think Jericho being used to elevate Jungle Boy is a great fucking idea.
1: Yeah. Put those guys over. I mean, well, not like by having them beat you, but, you know, give them the rub sort of thing. Um, Sorry, I got my uh, my wrestling talk uh, confused there. Um, So there was some, you know, there was some uproar online about the silliness of Luchasaurus and people thinking, you know, this is a. A very WWE esque mm-hmm, sort mm-hmm. of uh, thing, and AEW was supposed to be competitive and sportsy and not sports entertainmenty. Which there's definitely been some sports entertainment on yep. on AEW, especially um, this which week, which is uh, a valid concern, I think.
2: Yeah, and and the thing is, you know, it'd be different if all of it were firing on all cylinders. But there are some things that didn't work. Like we now have three separate spooky groups. Yeah. We have The Dark Order, and I really enjoyed the vignette this week for The Dark Order.
1: It was well done.
2: Um, we have the... Oh, God, what are they called? The Nightmare... Um, Collective? Yes, thank you. Nightmare Collective, an offshoot of Nightmare Family, which yeah. makes it sound corporate and weird. But they... They had a bit where they came out after the great Chris Statlander uh, Hikaru Shida match, which Statlander yeah. shockingly won. Um, I, I I'm all in on Statlander, by the way. Um, she's she's really great. Like, <laughs> just she has really unique spots in offense. Uh, like her yeah. doing the the cartwheels around Shida in, in this week's match was just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Um, you know it. it that was all good, but then you have Brandy come out, and I was into the idea of, oh, we're going to get Statlander and Kong. That sounds yeah. awesome. Or we're going to get Statlander as a heel with them. That sounds awesome. Instead, you get a random pledge from the crowd who gets her head shaved. And apparently
1: Stat- somebody's going to be there from yeah. here on out? Yeah. Uh,
2: her name is Melanie Cruz. She's worked for Shimmer and uh, and a bunch of Midwest Indies, which is why she was kay. able to be part of the show, I will say. Uh, I will, because I am a good friend, I will share her Instagram with you. Um, cause I, I know your enjoyment of, uh, of the buff wrestle babes, Kristoff. Um, I,
1: I've spent some time, uh, scrolling through, uh, Danny J's Instagram.
2: I, 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 I'm not shocked. Uh, but, uh, it was just a weird introduction. It was a weird moment. It was a weird segment. I didn't get it. I don't know why. Why that was supposed to work. But then you also have on the tiers of spookiness, the butcher, the blade and the bunny. And I thought their video promo was good. But the thing that's so weird is there was a great promo this week, which wasn't on television. Right. Which was only on social media and YouTube. And it came from MJF. And the thing is, he said he paid the butcher and the blade to attack Cody.
1: Yeah. How is that not on TV?
2: How is that not on TV? Also, because it's a great promo. Yeah, roller. What he called him, roller coaster, I believe, was what he called him in the promo. That is an amazing nickname. So that was yeah. that didn't make TV for whatever reason, and instead you have this brandy angle, which was shithouse.
0: Yeah, that
2: did make TV, and at the same time you have this butcher in the blade in the bunny video, where they say they're going after Cody because uh, he's the head of the stink. He's he's putting himself ahead of the company. Well, which is it? Yeah, are they getting paid? Are they? I mean, I guess it could be both, but it just it was incongruent. (sighs)
1: Yeah, have clear motivations one way or the other. Yeah, uh, easily defined sorts of things there, and it make it makes sense. He's the guy, you know. He's, the, yeah. he's he's the face. All these sorts of things, it would make sense. And you know, if you're getting a little scratch on the side for it, that's great too. Just yeah. you know, get everything all on one page there. It, it, um, it's
2: just strange because also they they said that they're doing this match next week on on AEW, which is Cody with a partner selected by MJF against right. the Butcher and the Blade, and that was addressed. An MJF's promo that right. didn't air on television, and yeah. the match was talked about on television. And it's just, it just, it's just.
1: And then, yeah, the storyline was advanced online with yes. it being Brandon Cutler being the one chosen by MJF because everybody thinks he's sees this scrub. And even Cody ran. Oh, no, oh, was, I'm sorry. It was QT Marshall. Yeah. QT Marshall. Q- yeah. Uh, Q-T Marshall. Um, and even cody ran him down he's like yeah yeah i'm not sure i really want qt as my partner but yeah i'd we'll rather have pharaoh anyway. oh, the standard like, face
2: uh... thing to do which is shit on your buddy uh yeah. it was just <laughs> was real like, uh... weird real Sorry. real weird like the, yeah it's as if the, the the episode this week was a donut and there was just this hole in the middle this is <laughs> missing this missing bit and I just need that donut hole to go right into the center and then it would've the worked. Donut,
1: the donut hole of the donut hole. Yeah.
2: It's just <laughs> it, it, it made it for some weird bits and it shows that again had highlights. I love Janella Moxley at the end of the show. Uh I, I thought that match was great. Uh, I talking Phoenix to,
1: and Trent was really good.
2: Phoenix and Trent was phenomenal. Um Pentagon Daniels, not so great. Uh, yeah. and look, I, I get it. Daniels fucked up the Arabian press to the ramp and probably yeah. shut himself up and all that. Um I just didn't really feel the hate that that match needed based off of the build so far. yeah, it was kind uh, of
1: just like going through the motions. yes, yeah, so not, not so much grudge match blow off as it was supposed to be.
2: yeah, so that was kind of weird. but uh talking about gifable moments, The dive to the outside from Janela, where the camera shot didn't catch Janela at all. It just was Moxley standing by the ringside table and holy fucking shit, shit, here's Joey Janela. Like, that's one of the best shots they've gotten so far on AEW. Like, I I loved that spot. I loved how it was framed. I know, uh, especially in the early days, we talked a lot about how sometimes they miss spots but it adds things and and you know how sometimes they miss spots and it takes away from things i don't know if yeah. this was intentional or not but how it landed was perfect and and, and i loved it it's just yeah. on the whole this episode made me going like uh, there's some growing pains here guys
1: right and they're still missing some spots the cameras are yeah. and the audio problems oh man are, uh, apparently it was a tnt thing and yeah not...
2: yeah because uh, even while the show was airing live i i Uh, there's a one of my haunts on the web there's like a a live discussion thread of dynamite uh people who are watching on tsn had no problem people who are watching it on fight tv had no problem people who are watching it on the stream uh for tnt because you can actually stream the channel on the TNT website had worse problems and then tnt cable was which is what i was watching on was pretty awful so hmm. yeah. yeah you
1: gotta you gotta figure that out guys it's been a couple weeks of audio issues here yeah uh just not it's, it's i i you know there are growing pains but you're also you know tnt is a network that has been around for many years and has many professionals that have done many live uh sports shows so it's it's they, kind of the, the
2: nba every single week
1: <laughs> yeah it, it's, it's just shock how you know this hasn't been fixed sorts yeah. of thing um and the other thing we didn't talk about is cody's promo yes um which which was good not as good as as the one prior to the jericho match but still you know i liked i liked the idea of it and him giving up you know all of his uh bougie sorts of things the uh, mm-hmm. 50 50 grand and his louis vuitton shoes and the the watch from tony khan and the keys to his car that mjf loved all these yes, sorts of with things his,
2: with his nerd ass Link's shield from zelda keychain yeah,
1: of course um so you know I, I i did enjoy the promo and it. hey you know what this is one of the few uh tony shivani in-ring promos it was actually completed yeah, so no one Cheers. got
2: attacked Cheers. no one ran in yeah yeah we we can now actually start to have a tally number of days since someone interrupted a tony shivani promo we can
1: right actually, so
2: we can actually get some some traction on that I,
1: I will say having tony back in the booth this week definitely helped mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. he really you know it, it's weird because you have three guys who are used to being play by play guys. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know now you have one play by play and two of them are are kind of there to do color. Yeah. And there's definitely been some adjustment uh on JR's side in, yeah. in terms of that from switching from play by play to color. Yeah. Um Tony I think has settled in really nicely and it, it's a you know like I said it's it's a noticeable difference Uh, in the dynamic Mm -hmm. of of the announcing of the show when Tony's not there, because he brings a level of just giddy excitement. Yes,
2: yes. Uh, (laughs) Tony Schiavone's entire thing, it seems, week in and week out, is just, he's just kind of on a week-to-week basis telling you the audience, is it Pro wrestling, the greatest thing in the world. I yeah, I, like he, he legitimately seems giddy about every single match. He like during that six man tag, he was losing his shit. I haven't yeah. heard anyone this excited about pro wrestling since Don West when he was first <laughs> in, first doing commentary for TNA. Because that guy, I don't know if Don West had seen pro wrestling before he started doing yeah. commentary. <laughs> oh I, I don't know if anyone smarted him up or anything. Because that guy seemed like he thought it was real and he was enjoying every minute. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Tony. Chiv- just seems to be like having this you know latent life resurgence not just you know professionally but personally like he just seems to be yeah. in a good spot and his joy brings me joy on a weekend yes. week out basis
1: agreed so we're you know we're about two months i think 10 episodes of uh of dynamite in the can and you know it's it's not a gangbusters perfect show every no, week no. but it's really hard to do that. Not even, you know, even Lucha Underground, which was taped months and edited before, mm-hmm. you know, didn't have perfect uh, shows every week. And, and yeah. as you guys know, that's my gold standard. So, you know, th- there are um, some things that need to be addressed, you know, maybe cut down on the uh, the spooky uh, factions hanging out or uh, just combine uh, them into one. Guy, unless or... that
2: guy on Reddit's right. Just as you were saying, there's a guy on Reddit who posted this theory onto to uh, do slash squared circle where he thinks that all the companies are together and it will take a villain to unite them.
1: Oh uh, yeah. I, okay, I, I think mean, that's
2: wishful thinking, but I appreciate yeah. his wishful thinking.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 so I guess, all right. So the 18th, um, that would be after Final Battle, which yep. uh, is this coming Friday, uh, which Believe is supposedly uh, the villain's final appearance for Ring of Honor.
2: Yes. Yeah, he will not be a part of the TV tapings on the 15th, which includes some really unique names now. They've added a bunch of people getting like their first shots in Ring of Honor in some time. I'll, I'll pull up that card real quick while you while you okay. continue on.
1: So, that means that uh, as early as that show on the 18th, Marty Skrull could appear. Um I think that would be smart because, you know, taking a week off the next week for for Christmas, that would be big enough news to have people uh, talking about it throughout the holiday. And then you can start off this big, you know, New Year's uh, show. It's, 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 It's a new year. It's the new year. And, you know, start with this new direction and this new big name talent and see where all that pans out. I think that's a smart play there
2: yeah totally i i i think that that would be tremendous i think that'd be a great way to go um but you know we'll, we, we will have to see uh, It's actually going to be a big Ring of Honor weekend in, uh, Here locally because yeah. uh, Final Battle on Friday night Then uh, on Saturday Future. The Future of Honor show at the MCW arena um, And then Sunday They're going to the 2300 arena to shoot TV uh, And like I said They're they're trying out some folks I didn't expect to see In a Ring of Honor ring Hollow Wicked from Chikara is going to be on the show Really? Uh, Which one?
1: The one in, in Philly I guess?
2: Yes the, the Philly show okay. The Philly TV tapings uh, and also also on the philly tv tapings crowbar like from wcw
1: i i don't know crowbar uh, i know the band crowbar <laughs>
2: from um, the south yes oh and ray horace also going to be uh oh, okay on that show. wasn't he
1: signed to mlw uh
2: i don't know but i just know he got announced and yeah that'll be that uh so wasn't
1: uh isn't dan Housen doing something with the uh, ring of honor as well
2: uh i i I believe you're right, but I can't recall what show he is gonna be on. I don't think it's this Final Battle weekend.
1: Yeah, we need to get some Warhorse up in this bitch. Warhorse is my fucking dude.
2: I I could not agree more. Give me that. Give, aren't aren't Warhorse and Danhausen doing a a show together during Mania weekend? I think that got announced.
1: Uh, Wrestlevania.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of yes. the the GCW presents shows. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If if anyone listening is going to Mania Weekend, basically just give your money to GCW and see what they put together, because the the breadth of content they are putting together for the collective this year is crazy. I And I say this is a guy who just has his ear to the indies. I don't really watch anything too regularly, but they've got yeah. uh, two nights of Janela Spring Break. Um, which they've announced the great Muda will be at, which is bizarre as is. Um, They've announced uh, the uh, WrestleMania show, as you mentioned, they've announced Effie's big gay brunch, yep uh they announced the for the culture show which will be uh nothing but african-american performers uh okay. down to the referees and ring announcers which i think is really cool um and they just announced a free show uh which is going to uh, it's called uh degeneration f uh i don't know why it's called that but basically it is all unsigned unseen talent from around the world it's a free show okay uh interesting. so interesting uh, they, they're
1: also doing WrestleCon too, right? Uh,
2: so WrestleCon's going to be there, but WrestleCon's going to be separate from the GCW Collective Show. And oh, okay. WrestleCon has said because they put tickets on sale on Black Friday, they said yeah. they may not announce a card because of how often they've had to reconfigure their cards leading up to the show.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah, yeah, they may not well, announce I mean, any cards. Which it, I mean, it's a ballsy people, move,
1: but well, yeah. But if you're going to WrestleCon, majority of people you know like like what 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 I did last year yeah. and you obviously you were there too it was like oh yeah. we're here at wrestlecon let's you right, know right. check out the show and then go you know get a bunch of photos with some wrestlers yeah. or whatever you know i didn't go to wrestlecon for the show right, i went right. there for you know the con so yeah. the show's like an added bonus so yeah. Yeah, I, I i'm sure it'll still do well
2: And if I remember correctly, the uh, WrestleCon shows announced so far beyond just the standard WrestleCon super super show, uh, they've got a UK versus the world show where they're going to present a bunch of UK talent. Again, none announced. Uh, They're going to have the Pancakes and Prowl Driver show sponsored by Wrestling Revolver again. Uh, This time there will be food, unlike last time where they couldn't (laughs) do it in New York. Uh, And they're going to have the Ethan Page. They're going to have the Ethan Page Body Guy Classic.
1: Okay, is it like a like a so, like a muscle show? What do you yeah, call it's, those it's all bodybuilding. It's, yeah,
2: it's gonna be all Jack dudes. That's okay. That's the idea for that show. Because right, so Ethan Page scout Vince in
1: the balcony, jerking off uh, viciously. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Canyon semen will definitely be there. Um,
1: <laughs> he will fill
2: the canyon
1: yes. with semen. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: all right, so that's a lot of Wrestlemania talk. Let's talk about the other big Wrestle name yes. show coming up. Wrestle, wrestle Kingdom. Kingdom. Uh, it's 15? coming at us. Uh, Are we 15? 14. 14. 14. 14
1: yeah.
2: yeah, two nights at the Tokyo Dome, January 4th, January 5th, and uh, in the wee hours of today, the World Tag League finals were held, and we are officially on the road to Wrestle Kingdom. We told you guys it was going to get quiet for New Japan for a while while this tour went on, and then it was going to ramp up, and boy, did it ramp up today. So... In terms of the tournament itself, the finals were Evil and Sonata against Uh the Finjuice team of uh, David Finley and Juice Robinson. David Finley Juice Robinson win the whole tournament, and they're going to be facing Gorillas of Destiny for the IWGP Tag Team titles at Wrestle Kingdom Night 1.
1: Night like one. Okay, that was yes. my that was my question there. Okay, all right. That that's that's cool. I mean, I'm, you know, I love Finn uh, or not nothing. Um, Juice as a solo guy. Yeah. So and I haven't watched a second World Tag League. Um. So. Yeah. Uh. You know, I'm I'm fi- I'm fine with him getting a title shot in the tag team, but I feel like maybe having him in a tag team's a wee bit of a waste of his talents. But uh, maybe I'm wrong because I haven't seen anything of him to judge.
2: I I know he and uh, before Finley went down to the injury because I haven't watched any of the tag league either. Look, even when Uncle Dave does not watch new (laughs) Japan shows uh, you you know that it's skippable Um, so uh, I know that before the injury those two were really fun together so I I think it will be really fun here too Um, and also I think it's really cool uh, juice Robinson getting you know another title shot at the dome yes he wrestled for the US title last year and what have you but i think it's really cool that you know he is beloved enough by uh, new japan management to continue to be in these high prominent spots on the biggest shows of the year um so the other big things coming out of this show uh we have the return of dragon lee who has a A, a brand new name name. he is ryu lee because ryu is the japanese word for dragon
1: is it really? I had no yes. fucking clue. That, yeah. that was it.
2: Yes. So he. So is, all these
1: years of playing Street Fighter.
2: Yes. He. You were fighting as dragon against Ken. Hence the dragon punch. Ah. Uh, yeah.
1: And I never put that together.
2: Yeah. There you go. I'm, st-
1: I'm still a Ken guy.
2: Yeah. Uh, hey, honestly, I always like playing as Ken too. Uh, yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, Ryu Lee. Uh, popped up a video. He's signed to New Japan. So uh, awesome. that tells you a lot about the strength of the uh, CMLL uh, New Japan relationship <laughs> there, how much one can twist these screws on the other. But yeah. he challenged Liger for January 5th, the big Liger sendoff. Liger, of course, talking about how uh, he's going to have his eight man tag on the fourth. And then January 5th, what he wanted to do was have a showcase match against a newer talent who can do things that he can't. Dragon Lee or Ryu Lee stepped up and said it. But here's the twist, Chris. Yeah. Ryu Lee said also he knows there's another guy who's coming back from a neck injury who wants a piece of that, too. So it may end up being Hiromu Takahashi versus Dragon Lee versus Jushin Thunder Liger on January 5th.
1: Put it on last, you cowards.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I hear
1: mean, me, Gato? He's son of a bitch. Well,
2: then again, considering the only thing that probably will go on before it is, or, or go on after it is a double, double title, title match. match. I mean, yeah. I get it. But yeah, yeah. next to last, uh, just let... You know what? I just realized. How great is it that Liger might get to retire in a match where the other two guys will kill each other, and he just gets to brainbuster a brain buster guy and go out on top? <laughs> I mean, yes, look, it's pro wrestling. He's not going to go out on top. He's he's gonna he's gonna nah. pass the torch to one of the guys. But uh, you know, it's just gonna be like, all right, I'll get my spots in. You youngins, do what you do. And meanwhile, they're like diving off of the ramp and you know going through tables and other crazy right. shit.
1: So so who who do you think wins? Uh, Uh, we'll, we'll pitch it to you this early here.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think that, so I'm, I'm going to double fantasy book here. I think Karima wins the junior title on the fourth. Then I think Ryu Lee wins on the fifth. Yeah. so those two have a match probably over the fantastic mania tour uh the the CMLL show because they always like to showcase luchadors. I mean yes I know that would probably be kind of awkward politically but yeah. um I I think we would then lead to those two in a junior title feud
1: yep I'm I am in agreement of you uh with that uh the other big news coming from uh this morning's show was John moxley don't <laughs> don't do it Oh, God. As much as I hate Justin Roberts doing John Moxley, I hate him doing... <laughs> Fuck you, Justin Roberts. You suck. <laughs> Stop butchering everybody's name and just say it, you piece of shit. Um, I hate you. Fuck Corey Graves. Um, so John Moxley <laughs> showed back up and uh, challenged Lance Archer. So yeah. We're going to get Archer for uh, defending the U.S. title against John Moxley in a Texas death match at the Dome.
2: Yeah, which should be super fucking crazy everyone will die in this match now chris there's something i wanted to point out here please in, in the build-up for that so moxley was there <laughs> live and in person moxley getting Correct. an impromptu japanese trip for his birthday very happy birthday to one mox yeah. uh
1: was, was he oh god how old's is mox uh, is he like 34 or something and i'm gonna see. have to kill myself
2: Jan Moxley. um turns out wikipedia can't find it when it's got like 18 o's in it
1: hmm that's because <laughs> justin roberts
2: sucks uh john moxley is 34 years young
1: motherfucker really yeah,
2: yeah he is a year God. younger than me um anyway john moxley yeah, that's it. i have to kill uh, myself man. popped up he issued the challenge to a texas death match but when he issued the challenge was after delivering a death rider to archer uh-huh. also a death rider to minoru suzuki
1: Oh, oh! it just moved. <laughs> it just moved. You give d- me Moxley and Suzuki. Yeah. At uh, God, I hope I don't have to wait till Dominion for that somewhere. Well, I'm between. thinking
2: there are two days of the dome and uh, Mox is going to be there for both. So or could that's be true there for both.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh. yeah, oh, yeah,
2: yeah, I'm not oh. asking, I'm not asking for oh. much, Gato, just it's give me seeping. that for Christmas, just give it's me that seeping. for Christmas, that's all I need, that's all I I'm need. I'm
1: almost there, keep going, what yeah. else you got for me? Uh,
2: Right now, that's it, unfortunately, <laughs> oh, uh, unfortunately. No, I kill,
1: way to but, kill my boner.
2: But I, I will say this, Chris, one thing that I think is kind of fucked up is, uh, I don't know if you keep a regular eye on the uh, NJPW1972.com page. I do not. Well, I, I check it pretty regularly, not just to stay up on results and stuff, because they're usually one of the easier ones to follow if I just want to know winners, losers, without knowing the details. Yeah. But also, they post every week when there's new merch. Can you help me understand why exactly Yo has a towel now and it's not a poop towel? I don't <laughs> understand why why this guy who made an entire art installation about poop, he's just got a regular sports towel.
1: So is this one of like the, the, the long banner style towels yeah. or is it a beach yeah. towel?
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's one of the banner style towels. Why doesn't that guy have a poop towel? I uh, want a show poop towel. That's what I want.
1: I, I don't have a good answer for you on that. Is So that's yo.
2: Oh, sorry. A yo poop towel. I want a okay. yo poop
1: towel. Does show have one as well? Yes,
2: they do both okay. have towels. There is a right. show towel. Right. There's a yo towel.
1: I was gonna say it would be weird if just Yo got one and there wasn't poop on it. If Yo, if Yo, if Yo did get was the only one to get it, yeah. and there was poop on it, that would make some sense. Now, if if you were I'm going to put you in the minds of uh, of New Japan um, creative for merchandise here, the merchandise department, yes. I need you to imagineer this shit okay. literally. So, if you're making a Yo banner um, shit towel, do you put like uh, 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 like? A caric- uh, caricature of a turd, like a-, a poop emoji, or do you do you add a bit of realism to it to make it look like somebody actually wiped their ass with the towel and have like shit streaks on the towel?
2: Uh, you know, I I would think the latter would be the way to go. But I'm just saying, why don't they double down here? Look at one of their top merchandise sellers and really just give us the Kota Abushi pre butt wiped towel. That's what we need. Wait, pre or post? Well, uh, well, as in, he's already wiped his butt before you got the towel. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. The the like, the, the the golden star has left a silver streak right there on the towel. What do you think?
1: Wait, he shits silver? <laughs> of
2: course he does. That man shits sparkles and gives us five-star matches. That's what he does.
1: I figured it would be gold or rainbows or something. I don't
2: know. <laughs> it's not a unicorn, Chris. Come
1: on. <laughs> I don't know. You look at those abs in that face. You tell me he's not a unicorn. And I defy <laughs> you to tell me he's not.
2: Oh, I will say that was the other thing from today's show. He did waffle Okada with uh, his uh, briefcase today.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Get, so, get some aggression out, you, uh, you pretty boy, you.
2: Very, very pretty. Very, very pretty. But yeah, I, I definite missed opportunity on the show, Shit Towel. But I, I just show Shit Towel. Yo, Shit Towel. Uh, I will say overall, though, knowing that Yo's the guy, the one with the shit fetish has made it a lot easier for me to recognize which one's which. Because <laughs> when you look at Rapangi 3K in the face, one of them definitely looks like he's in a poop. And turns out it's Yo.
1: Well also one of them is blonde hair and the other
2: is uh black hair but that's yeah, a whole other yeah, thing yeah, you know
1: yeah, it's yeah, not that's important.
2: True. That's true. <laughs> Chris Chris we're we're running past our mark Is there anything else you want to say?
1: Uh you know what there is. What's that? And I want to take this opportunity um in front of you and in front of all of these uh wonderful people supporting our podcast. And I just want to say heartfelt from the bottom of my heart. Uh uh-huh. Fuck Corey Graves.
2: Couldn't agree more. Merry
1: Christmas, Corey. Glorious. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. Become a donor to the Rough House at patreon.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J two One. N, lowercase W, capital G, lowercase K, capital P, M, lowercase L, capital D, N, seven, lowercase C, three, lowercase R, lowercase F, U, V, Q. This is the, the Ruff pod. House uh, podcast with
0: Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast
2: with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff,
0: And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. Come on down to Colonel Thaddeus P. Abernathy's midget warehouse. You need performers at half the price with twice the eyes on them? Corporal Abernathy's got you taken care of. Let's just say you can't afford yourself a John Cena. How about a John Weena, real small, still has jorks on. Hell, all they are is Daisy Dukes that we put on a midget. Say you got yourself a local wrestling organization that needs a little sprucing up. No one gives a shit about your faces, your heels. How about half your faces? Half your heels. Hell, these sons of bitches get sunburnt half the time, they're so fucking small. So make sure they're inside, or Corporal Abernathy is gonna charge you twice as much we could have just paid for a regular human. Shit, put one on top of the other and drape a trench coat over top of it like a few kids trying to sneak into a rated R movie. Corporal Abernathy doesn't care, Come on down, did I change from corporal to colonel? I don't care, I am drunk, I sell midgets, I can do what I want. It's human trafficking with half the national interest because they're half as big. You get four midgets, I'll give you the fifth one for free. That's still two and a half times less than you would pay for a standard size wrestling employee. Plus, their bones are made out of rubber. I've done research myself that I'm going to keep to myself so don't ask to see any paperwork. You can do whatever the fuck you want to them. Ain't nothing going to happen. Rubber bones, true fact. Also, they can breathe underwater. Also, they only eat candy corn. Do not try and give them human food or feed them after midnight. So stop on down to Admiral T. Abernathy's mission warehouse where we got twice as much shit for half the price.